Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Today, I am recording this on August 3rd, uh, 7.06 a.m. in my work office. Uh, today would have been my grandpa's 98th birthday. Uh, he passed away a few months ago. Uh, man, 98? Almost 98. That's so crazy. Um, just a little thing in my personal life. I am getting an MRI tonight because uh, I have this weird back thing. It's in the center of my back. Uh, it's been going on for years. It's not really a pain. It's this weird, like, dull thing that sometimes flares up. I have no idea what's going on. I've tried massage, chiropractor, acupuncture, um, you know, maybe I'll try more if there's something, but we'll see what the MRI says, and then we'll go from there. I really don't want to do surgery, but depending on what it is, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. All right, uh, there's a bunch of words, and I might have some things to say about some of these words in today's episode. So, the first word is egocentric. Egocentric, or just egocentric. Egocentric, Lego my egocentric. All, I'm just focused on the ego waffles if I'm egocentric. It's spelled E-G-O-C-E-N-T-R-I-C. And I think I can hear myself coming out of these speakers. Okay, this is an adjective from 1894. One, concerned... Oh, I have a little star here, which means I think I wanted to have a guest on, but I, that's clearly not happening. I wonder why. Uh, okay, one, concerned with the individual rather than society. Okay, ooh, yeah, we are starting off strong on this episode. You are concerned more with yourself than essentially the rest of the world. And that is, uh, I believe, the cause of a whole lot of problems. Now, clearly, to an extent, you have to be focused on yourself. You have to feed yourself. You have to clean yourself. Uh, you have to go to the bathroom. You have to focus on yourself. You have to go to sleep. You have to do things for yourself. Otherwise, you will die. That is, all of the things that we have to do in life, um, they are to prevent death. And then there's a lot of other things that we have to do because of society that aren't preventing death. Like we have to, you know, go shopping and do laundry and do dishes and all those things. You know, you're not li literally going to die if you don't do the dishes. But, you know, it's just part of your, your life, your society, whatever. But when you are focused on yourself more than society more than you know you're being narcissistic that is a fantastic word that there's a lot going on with that one that's when we start to get problems that's when we see things like greed come into play and i i just want to do everything i can to get rid of greed to get rid of this idea of basically egocentrism is that a word it is egocentrism is a noun um I just it this it's just this is one of those things that just hurts me so much when you are so focused on yourself um and that's it and you have no you don't care about other people you're not trying to help other people 
Um, and I and I struggle with this. I I feel like I could always, always, always be doing more for other people, animals, all those things. And so I, that's why I try to focus on doing those things. And then I get worried. I'm like, am I forgetting to to do these things? Am I forgetting to to help others? Am I so focused on this podcast, uh, putting things on YouTube? I just put a video up on YouTube that I thought was just a silly, fun thing to do. And so I, I get worried that I am being egocentric. I'd like to think I'm not, but there's it's a weird fine line, and I don't want to be this. But at the same time, you know, there's like, uh, you know, you have to think about yourself. You have to focus on yourself. You have to make money. You have to have a job. You have to do all these things. Um, and I don't think those are egocentric at all. But boy, concern with the individual, the individual rather than society. Oh, I could name some people who are this through and through. We, of course, are going through a very interesting time politically. And that's all I'll say. Number two for egocentric, taking the ego as the starting point in philosophy. And I just don't know enough about philosophy or the ego to begin to describe what that even means, because I don't know. Taking the ego as the starting point in philosophy. So is there an idea, I guess, in philosophy that starts with the ego? I mean, I guess that could be egocentrism. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 3A. Limited in outlook or concern to one's own activities or needs. So you are limiting what you concern yourself with or the outlook of your life. You're you're limiting that only to your own needs, your own activities, and not caring at all about anybody else. Uh, and so, you know, if, if you think you are doing this, what are some things that you can do? You can start asking people questions about their lives and learning about that. Um, uh, what else? What else can you do? Um, yeah, just just think about yourself less and think about other people more because people are important. They are interesting. They are fascinating. You will learn things about them. Uh, you are not the center of the world, <laughs> as a lot of people like to think that they are. Uh, the Earth is not the center of the solar system. You are not the center of the Earth or the universe. Uh, we we are all equal in this. That is what I believe, and I I think that that's right. I mean, how how could any certain people be more important than other people? It just doesn't make any sense logically. Okay, three B. The synonyms are self-centered and selfish. Oh, and you know this. I think my thought process about all of this this stuff started with the idea of selfishness and. I don't know. I don't know. For whatever reason, that's it's been like a thing in my brain of like just hating this idea of selfishness. Not not hating the idea of selfishness, but hating, um, not wanting to be selfish and not liking it when people are selfish. And and again, it's like this. Where's the line of selfishness and selflessness, or more more accurately, selfishness? And things that you just have to do to 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 live. Uh, yeah, self-centered, selfish. It's all about that idea of focusing on yourself rather than other people. 
So, you know, you got to find that balance. Uh, Okay, egocentric is also a noun. Egocentrically is an adverb. Egocentricity is a noun. And egocentrism is a noun. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. That sounded like a song. Ooh, yeah. All right. Oh, uh, the sound effect I will make today because we're talking about ego things is moi. The funny, the funny way to say the French word me, me. Okay, next. Ego ideal. Two words. Noun from 1922. Over 100 years ago. 100 years old. 100 years ago. Okay, ego ideal is the standards, ideals, and ambitions that according to psychoanalytic theory are assimilated from the superego. You know, I feel like I feel like I need to bring up a little uh, quick little Google search about the superego. Do we need to like give just a quick definition of what the, that's not how you spell superego? Super eggpo? No. Um, so yes, here's a page. I'll put this link in the show notes uh, for for this episode, of course, and future episodes. There is the id, the ego, the superego. What's a quick description of the superego? The superego reflects the internalization of cultural rules, mainly as absorbed from parents, but also other authority figures and the general cultural ethos. I don't know. My brain can't process this right now. That's not helpful. Let's minimize you. Um, So... Ego ideal is the standards, ideals, and ambitions that, according to psychoanalytic theory, are assimilated from this superego. I don't, I don't, do I fully understand this? The standards, ideals, and ambitions. So what is this? Just like the things, the, 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 your ambitions and other things are the part of the ego ideal? You, what's your ideal situation? Not, it's not your ideal situation. It's your ideal, it's your... The, the things that you think about, the things that you focus on. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's early. That's just an excuse. I probably wouldn't understand this later in the day either. Moi! Next is egoism. You can say it egoism, egoism, egoism. Hmm. Noun from 1800, 1A. A doctrine that individual self-interest is the actual motive of all conscious action. Again, my brain needs to read it again to process it because there's certain phrases that my brain just just doesn't doesn't do things with no good bad. A doctrine that individual self-interest, so the self-interest about yourself, is the actual motive. Of all conscious action. Okay, this is the idea that anything you do that you are aware of, that you are thinking about, that you are conscious about, uh, that comes from just anything that's self, that's about the self, interested in the self, about your individual, you. Uh, egoism, that is what this idea is. Uh, because, again, of course, the ego is all about the self, I. Moi. 
it's not ready for that. It's not time for the next word. Uh, okay, 1B, a doctrine that individual self-interest is the valid end of all actions. The valid end of all actions. What does that mean exactly? This, I think, because this is getting into the the psychoanalytic world, the philosophy world, uh, that's where a bit my brain shuts down a little bit because I didn't study these things, really. I mean, I took maybe a class and learned little things here and there, but I don't... I don't understand it fully. Uh, obviously, if you are an expert on psychoanalytic things and uh, philosophy and you have a better idea of this, you know, I, I, I want a description uh, for a child, a way that you can describe something that a child can understand. It. I am very much like a child. I have not progressed in many ways past childhood. And, you know, sometimes the brain is part of that. Uh, so, you know, you know, I, I, I find it personally very helpful if there's a description that can simplify things. There was a great quote from that show, Mad About You, where he said, Paul Reiser said, explain it to me like I'm five. And that's what I need for a lot of things. Uh, okay, number two for egoism, excessive concern for oneself with or without exaggerated feelings of of self-importance. Okay, that's interesting. With or without exaggerated feelings. So you are excessively concerned about yourself. That's this whole idea of these words that we've been talking about. You are excessively concerned about yourself and the feelings about yourself, about your self-importance, how important you think you are, they might be exaggerated, but they also might not which is interesting. So you might think accurately about how important you are, but you also might think inaccurately about how important you are. Uh, yeah, that's that's very fascinating. Uh, but yes, that's, that's kind of what this whole thing is about, uh, just excessive concern about yourself. You are concerned about yourself, and that's it. That's the only thing that's important. And I know on this podcast, I talk a lot about myself, but that's only because uh, that's all I know. I'm the only one who knows myself. I am with myself 24-7. And so that's that's like the that's the lens that I see life through. But I'm also highly aware that there's all these other people who are dealing with things that I'm not dealing with. And they have the exact same value as everybody else. Uh, at the end, it says, compared to the second definition for the word egotism, 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 which is coming up. Okay. Moi. Moi, moi, moi. Next is egoist, or just egoist. Noun from 1879, number one, a believer in egoism. So a believer in egoism is somebody that's they're, they they're interested in the doctrine about self-interest, individual self-interest, excessively concerned about themselves, so they would be an egoist. I guess is egoism like an actual uh, thought process or something that people say I'm an egoist. I study egoism. I I uh, I follow the doctrines of egoism like socialism, like fascism. Is that 
is it on that same level? I, I highly doubt that. Uh, number two for egoist is an egocentric or egotistic person. It's, yep, if you are just all about yourself, let's say it. Let's be literal about this. Trump, Trumpy Trump, Trump, Trump is an egoist. He is egocentric. He's an egotist. He's a whole lot of other words. And I have no problem saying this because, you know, we all know it. We all we all believe it. It is the truth. He is only interested in himself. He's just wanted all the power and he will do literally anything he can. And, you know, you're listening to this probably in October or something, maybe even November. But I'm here in early August and he just got the third indictment. And this is just so it's going to be so weird to see this all play out. Okay, egoistic is uh, an adjective, also egoistical, and egoistically is an adverb. Oh, this next one looks fun. Mwah! Egoistic hedonism. Two words. Egoistic hedonism. Noun from 1874. Let's see, so this was 1874, the previous one was 1879, uh, 1890, yeah, so, you know, late, late 1800s, I think there was a lot of, that must have been when Freud was doing his stuff, maybe, I don't really remember the time frames, but it seems like this late 1800s was around when, you know, they were really starting to think about the brains and the psychoanalytic stuff and the self. What is the self? Okay. Egoistic hedonism, the ethical theory that achieving one's own happiness is the proper goal of all conduct. I don't know the exact definition of hedonism or hedonistic or anything like that. I mean, I I am aware of that word in a certain context, but I think it's a lot broader than that, so I I can't speak to that part of things. Uh, But... So yes, this is this is a, a, the, a theory. So this is like, I don't really know what that even means exactly in this context. But the idea is that you, if you focus on yourself and your own happiness, that that's just that's just the goal. That's that's what you should be striving for all the time. And I, you know, I th- I personally think that that's true to an extent. Um, you know, I think that if you need to focus on yourself, like, you know, what do they say? You have to love yourself before you can love other people. You need to, you need to be satisfied with yourself because if you're not, that brings you down. It might be hard to have relationships with other people or positive relationships. And so you do, to an extent, need to focus on your own happiness. You got to focus on yourself, meditate uh, eat right, exercise, all those things. That There's the mental, the physical, all of it. But I don't think that that needs to be the only thing that you focus on. Uh, if, if, if you are living a life, if you are having a lot of struggles with that, then yeah, for a time, that might be the only thing that you can focus on because you because of whatever trauma, whatever you've dealt with, you need to focus on that. But once you get to a point where you're feeling pretty good about yourself, then you can start to broaden, you know, maybe I can make other people happy, you know, spread the love. 
You don't need to hoard the happiness, hoard the love for yourself. Other people need it too. So when you got enough of it for yourself, then I think you can give it out to the other people. Uh, okay, that's egoistic hedonism. Mwah! Mwah! <laughs> the next word is egomania. I got the egomania. Noun from 1825. The quality or state of being extremely egocentric. Of course, we talked about egocentric at the beginning. So uh, it's the, the quality or state. I am in a state of extreme egocentrism. So I got the egomania. I love just putting mania at the end of anything. I don't know what that would be. Egomaniac is a noun. Egomaniacal. Yeah, that's how you say that word, maniacal. That is an adjective. Egomaniacal. You do not want to be described as egomaniacal. Maybe you do. I don't know you. Egomaniacally is an adverb. Hmm. Egomania. Okay, next. Moi. Egotism. Egotism. Yeah, it's pretty much egotism. Noun from 1714, 1A, excessive use of the first person singular personal pronoun. Wow, that is a long phrase with lots of descriptive words and information. Excessive use of the first person singular personal pronoun. Uh, well, I mean, what would that pronoun be? I? Me, myself, and I? You use that a lot? Then that's egotism. Hmm. Uh, 1B, the practice of talking about oneself too much. Ooh, yeah. Uh, again, if somebody calls you an egotist uh, or calls out you maybe talking about yourself too much, then maybe that's where you should maybe, you know, start asking people questions about themselves. Um, again, I don't think, and I hope I'm not an egotist. I don't think I talk about myself a lot. I feel like I'm like overly conscious about that. Um, but at the same time, uh, especially when I was younger, I was not good about asking people about themselves. Um, I think that's a bit of the introvert in me and the maybe a little bit of autism in me and, uh, you know, people who are good at making a bit of small talk, little chitter chatter, uh, they ask you a question and then I answer the question. And I still to this day fall into this trap of forgetting or not thinking about the fact that, well, you can now ask them a question. Ask them the same question. That's a super easy thing to do. Uh, and so, you know, it's a, it's a process when it's not part of something that you're used to doing, uh, you need to really focus at it. Uh, so I'm, you know, I'm still learning and trying to figure out how to do that. But boy, small talk is a, it's a weird, uncomfortable thing that I don't love, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Uh, okay. We are now at number two for egotism, egotism, an exaggerated sense of self-importance. The synonym there is conceit, C-O-N-C-E-I-T, conceited, focused on yourself, um, but it's exaggerated. What is your self-importance? What is, how, who can say what your self-importance is? Is this, this is the idea of, of 
it's it's thinking about how important yourself is. How important do you think you are? In what in what context? I don't know. It's a weird concept, but you know, self-importance, I think we generally understand what that is, but it's exaggerated. How do you know? How do you quantify this? I don't know. But you know it when you see it. Uh, compare to the number two definition for egoism. Egotist. Yeah, we get more of these words. Egotist is a noun. Egotistic is, or egotistical is an adjective. And egotistically is an adverb. Uh, the etymology. Yeah, I mean, it's just saying it's the Latin word ego or ego uh, plus the suffix tism, like idiotism. Whoa, that's going to be a fun word. It's idiot and ism at the end. Idiotism. Is it about the idea about people? Everybody is an idiot? Maybe. Probably not. Moi. 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 Next is ego trip. Noun from 1967. An act or course of action that enhances and satisfies one's ego. So just anything you do that uh, that is going to make the ego happy, make you feel more self-important, make you feel good about yourself, I guess, is an ego trip. Um, you know, I guess with that definition, you could talk, you, say, you could say a lot of things could be an ego trip, but uh, this, I think, is more specific to... Mm, let's see, something very specific that you do that's like, this is going to make me feel good about myself, but maybe it's leaning into a bit of that idea of exaggerated self-importance. I think that's that's where you start to see the ego trip side of things. Um, what, 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 what would that be? What would that be? I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of a good example off the top of my head. Ego trip with a hyphen is an intransitive verb, and ego tripper, also with a hyphen, that is a noun. Ego tripper. I've never heard that word used before. I feel like there should be a movie. You know, we've seen like road trip, something trip, blah, blah, blah. I think there should be a movie called Ego Trip. Moi. Uh, there are no more ego words. We did them all. Congratulations. That was the E-G-O section. Here is the E-G-R section. And uh, let's say the first one, which is egregious. E-G-R-E-G-I-O-U-S. Egregious. Adjective from circa 1534. Number one is archaic, and the synonym is distinguished. Hmm. Archaic. Yeah, I think of distinguished as not being egregious. Number two, the synonym is conspicuous, especially conspicuously bad. And we have another synonym, flagrant, as in the example, egregious errors. So those errors are, they're, fl- they're flagrant, flagrant, very obvious, they're conspicuous, they're not hidden They're not inconspicuous. They are conspicuous. They're right there in the front, super obvious uh, and bad. Conspicuously bad. Egregious. I'm sure I have made some egregious errors. Uh, Egregiously is an adverb, and egregiousness is a noun. 
This is from the Latin egregius, which is from the E prefix plus greg or grex, which means herd, H-E-R-D, uh, herd, like a herd of animals? I'm not sure. Um, maybe. Uh, there is more at the word gregarious. That makes sense. I mean, I had never thought that egregious and gregarious would be related, but it, they sure sound similar, so that makes sense. Moi. Next is egress. E-G-R-E-S-S. First form, noun from 1538. One. The action or right of going or coming out. The action or right, that's R-I-G-H-D. The action or right of going or coming out. This, I think, is literally talking about uh, leaving a place. The action of leaving or, I guess, coming into a place too. Going or coming out. Is that the same thing? I'm going, I'm leaving, uh, I'm egressing, egress. This one, this is the noun. So this is the actual action of egress. Number two, a place or means of going out. And the synonym is exit. So the exit door, the door that you go through to leave a place uh, is the egress. This is from the Latin aggressus, which is from agredi. That would be a verb, I guess. Agredi, which means to go out, which is from the E prefix plus gradi, which means to go. And then you add E and it becomes out, to go out. And there's more at the word grade, G-R-A-D-E. Uh, egress. There's another one, moi, the second form of egress. Now, this one, you have to emphasize the second syllable, egress, because it is an intransitive verb from 1578, and it means to go or come out. It's the, this is the action of leaving a place, leaving a thing, egress. Moi. Moi, moi, moi. Egression. Okay. Now, this is not aggression or aggression with an A, which is all about, I've got a lot of aggression in me. This is egression, noun from the 15th century. The synonyms are egress or emergence. So uh, this would be, you know, this is just the action of uh, going out or the place where you go out. Uh, Aggression. Hmm. Moi. Next is egret. You can say egret, 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 egret. Yeah. Noun from the 14th century. Any of various herons. It's the fly bird. A herons that bear long plumes during the breeding season. This description is not, uh, there's not a whole lot going on with this description. Uh, It's a heron, and they have long plumes during the breeding season. So what is that? Plumes of, plumes of plumage? Plumes, feathers, long something? I don't know. Not a lot of information there. I'll post a picture on uh, social media. What do we have? Uh, Twitter? X, I guess I gotta say now. Uh, Instagram, Threads. Facebook, 
at DictionaryPod if you want to see some of the pictures I post. Ooh, I've, I haven't done that in a few days, I think. I need to post another one. I'm still catching up with the Ds, but I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting near the end. So those should be done by the time the Es start posting. Um, so the etymology for egret is, let's see, it's from the old Occitan Igreta, which is of Germanic origin, akin to the old High German Hygaro, which means heron. So yeah, it just means heron, I guess. Okay, so I originally was going to do uh, a couple more words, or one, two forms of one word, but I think I'm going to push those over to the next one, because I talked a lot about ego things, and uh, I think it just makes sense to push these words to the next episode. So the last word was egret. And that means now I got to pick a word of the episode. We had today egocentric, ego ideal, egoism, egoist, egoistic hedonism, egomania, egotism, ego trip, egregious, egress, egress, aggression, and egret. You know I got to pick one of these ego words. I don't know which one though. Um, is it egocentric? Is it egotism? Is it uh, egomania? That's a fun word to say. Um, I mean, I guess, I guess it kind of all comes down to egocentric, maybe. Um, Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll do that one. Egocentric is the word of the episode. How the songs? The songs are not so much songs. uh, So what? What are we gonna do? Let's see. The, 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 the trick is, don't think. Just don't think. Egocentric, egocentric. I hope I'm not egocentric. Are you egocentric? Try not to be egocentric. All right, that's fine. Um, you know what? Let's, let's talk about a movie that I watched. Uh, boy, yeah, I haven't done this in a few days. It's been a weird work week for me. Um, where did we leave off? Uh, did I talk about Gaslight? Think I don't think I did. Um, Gaslight, 1944 movie. Let's do this quick. Uh, it was a play. The UK made a version of it. Uh, the Americans uh, tried to destroy all the copies of the UK version and then made their own version like four years later. Uh, It's a good movie. Uh, Sharon and I watched it, and I had some really interesting thoughts about it. Well, I don't know if they were really interesting, but I had some thoughts about it. And long story short, uh, last weekend I recorded a video with... Maybe I did talk about this. I don't know. It's been days. Uh, Jonah and I recorded ourselves watching the movie, talking about the movie... It's kind of like a reaction style, but um, so when I put this up on YouTube, you will not see the video, you not see the movie, but you'll see us talking about it, and I encourage you to follow along. Uh, I encourage you to see the movie first, actually, if you haven't seen it, uh, and then follow along, and because maybe I already said all these things, let's talk about another one, Detour. This is an older movie as well, 1945. Um... I'm, I'm blanking on a lot of it. Um, it's sort of starting to come back to me. Um, 
it's a good one, and it was uh, remastered. It was on Criterion. Uh, they There was even a whole special feature thing on Criterion about the remastering process, which is a fascinating story in and of itself. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a good movie. I need to sort of rethink a bit about what was the plot exactly, um, but uh, yeah, it was an interesting movie, worth a watch. Um, oh, and my friend Paul uh, sent me an essay about it. That's why we watched it. So I need to read. I need to read his essay. Okay, that's going to be the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.